Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. Westbrook coming up for right now. Extra gear. Bank and score. Bank and score. Russell Westbrook. They're getting up here in Capital One Arena as the Wizards have their biggest lead of the night. Hachimura now left the lane. Back up front. Bradley Beal. Catch and shoot for three. It's there. Oh, it's there. The league wants this. They need this. You know, a New York. It's a big market for the league. And uh, New York has been out of the playoffs for a number of years. You know, this is the team that our league, you know, they want to see. There's a huge fan base. They want to see New York in the playoffs. You know, they want to see the Lakers in the playoffs. Teams like that, they want to see these teams. And I put New York in that category. The league wants to see it. Everybody wants to see this. Even to the fact that, you know, our game was moved to Sunday. They want to see this. I think they want to see it. That's Nate McMillan. He got fined twenty five grand for that. Well, that's because they're playing each other. Yep. If, if uh, Atlanta would have been playing anybody else, they wouldn't have got fined for it. Probably wouldn't have said it. Right. Because somewhere, Phil Jackson is nodding, going, "I see what you're doing, Nate. That's it. Throw the gauntlet oh. down for the refs right away. Have everybody checking. Have everybody staring. Twenty five grand, small price to pay. Trey Young out there, watch for him. Well, Trey Young averages like eight free throws a game for a little dude. Yeah, that's a lot. He does average quite a bit. Uh, so uh, wants to make sure that Trey gets his eight free throws, and the Knicks aren't in the bonus three minutes into the quarter. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I for me, you don't think he was trying to say, "Hey, watch out! The refs are going to cheat us very uh, carefully." Sure. Uh, in in a sense. But what he said on the surface, on the we've surface. heard a million times over. Right. I personally don't care who's in, who's out. To me, right. But there's it. a lot of casual fans in New York who do, and there's so many people in the so, tri-state area. It's going to move the needle. I get it. So I, I understand what he's saying, and I understand and from he the was, league perspective. I understand that too. He was very careful to make it sound generic, but. I think everybody read between the lines what they wanted to read between the lines because he never said the refs are going to cheat us. No, never even came close. No. In, in that context, I didn't hear the whole thing. Right. But, I mean, he's right. They move it to Sunday. Yeah. The Knicks aren't going to play Saturday. I was talking to my sister yesterday uh, about this, and oh, she gives her a birthday. She, she was actually over in Del Mar. But uh, she, nice. she was uh, talking to me about. It. I said, "Well, yeah, that that prime window was three thirty Sunday because they were de- deciding when to drive home uh, because they wanted to listen to sports." So she was telling me, "Yeah, we're going to listen to the Diamondback game, but uh, wouldn't you know it? On Saturday they play at twelve thirty in the afternoon. So now we're going to go wait till Sunday. So uh, and they got to be out of their place by ten. Blah 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 blah. So right. she's trying to figure out uh, when she could listen. Well, I said you'll get." Uh, 12.30, you can listen to the Suns game. So, Because they get that, that's the Laker window. It's basically the Laker window. If the Lakers are playing, that's where they're going, Sunday afternoon on ABC. Because it's entertainment. I mean, I have a full grasp of this. It's entertainment. And LeBron is the most entertaining, and the Lakers have a gazillion fans. And after people watch who they love, the next thing you do is you watch who you hate and you root against them. So never underestimate that part of the Lakers' allure and part of LeBron's allure is also the people rooting against him. 
Right. The same thing for the Dallas Cowboys. They haven't won anything in forever, but people still like to root Well, it's the same thing with me. Every Saturday night, I watch Channel 5, then I flick over to Channel 2. I see what you did there. <laughs> you watch who you love, then you watch, watch who you hate. hate. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got yeah. it. I followed along. I know you did. Before that, we had the Wizards and their announcer running out of air as the Wizards beat the Pacers 142-115. Clinched the 8th seed in the Eastern Conference. So they're going to face the Philadelphia 76ers in the first round, and I think they're going to get smoked. But yeah. They're in. And if you're the Wizards owner, sweet. This is three more home games after the 72 were done. So chance to recoup some of that money. Is it still Abe Poland? I don't think it is. He sell? I'm something not, to look up. I'm not positive now. But I don't. You, I don't care. Oh, you don't? No, no. I just like to send you on these goose chases. <laughs> <laughs> Snipe on Ted Leonisis. You're, you're so gullible on that stuff and easy to to lead astray. And he's off. No, actually, I couldn't care less. Grizzlies and Warriors tonight, eight seed in the West. So this has all gone according to form. The higher seed, the better team, given home court advantage, has won the game. Home teams are five and zero. See if the Warriors go six and zero, and really, then all of this meant nothing. Well, but it's like a one-game basis. Yep. Maybe in a series, you might see that. It, is Steph Curry a point guard? Yes. <laughs> right with a question mark. Is he? Yeah. Is he? Yes or no? You're Mr. Basketball Savant. You played the game. You've coached the Probably game. You've lived the game. Basketball. These You've days. died the game. I know, but that's why I asked. Yeah, I think most people count him as a point guard. Uh oh. What? What does that mean for John Boy? Mm. That means one spot lower on the list. Uh-oh. Did you just hear that? You and Carland, your hero, the award-winning David James Snickeldorf III, just put Steph Curry ahead of John Boy Stockton. Uh-oh. Or does he shoot too much so he's not pure? Let me ask Bowler. Uh-oh. Yes, he's not pure. Uh-oh. He's not pure. Mmm, you just upset a lot of people. Way to kick off their weekend. It happens. What are you going to do? Donovan Mitchell practiced fully yesterday. You just heard from Donovan in the previous segment. We played his Zoom interview there. Said it was more uh, a more serious injury than the Jazz led on. And he made it sound like there was kind of setback. He said it's been pro- pro- progressing well for a couple weeks. So I guess something didn't progress well before that. But he also said he lost track of time. So. Well, it doesn't matter. You know, he says is he going to be on track he to play, play Sunday? That's all right. that matters. He says he is, so I'm taking him at his word. Quinn tried to hedge a little bit. We'll see how he feels you know, tomorrow when he wakes up after a day of practice. See if it swells up or it's sore or whatever. No, he's playing. I would think so. Sunday night, 7.30, game one. Quinn Snyder, by the way, is a finalist for the NBA Coach of the Year Award. Rudy Gobert is a finalist for the Defense Player of the Year. And Joe Ingles and Jordan Clarkson are finalists for sixth man of the year. The MVP finalists, Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, and the Joker, Nikola Jokic. In this world in which we live, I don't understand why we just stop at sixth man. We need to be more inclusive. Seventh man. Yes. Why don't we have a seventh man? Don't know. Wasn't part of that meeting. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Oh, yeah, that's the plan. I mean, I, I don't have any plans on retiring. It's just, when when do I not want to go back to work? When I'm not excited about going back to work, then I'm cheating somebody. 
I'm cheating the Glazier family. I'm cheating my players. Right now, I can't wait to go to back to work. So uh, I, I don't know when that's going to happen. But no, I'm not tied to any players. Bruce Arians says his future coaching isn't tied to any players. So he's not walking out the door with Tom Brady. He's walking out the door when he feels like it. And he doesn't feel like it. Well, they didn't have Tom Brady before he got the job, right? Right. I came after. You were right. Yeah, it's a great story, you know, because he didn't get to be a head coach until he was in his 60s, I think. And now he's pushing 70. So, And he's very charismatic and very quotable and is a great interview and all that. And he won a Super Bowl. Good for him. He's a grinder. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Delise is ready. He delivers. Swing and a fly ball, right center field, hit deep, back by the wall, it is gone! The Red Sox take the lead! J.D. Martinez with a shot over the right center field fence, the same spot where he homered last night, and just like that, the Red Sox lead it 8-7, can you believe it? The 1 fly ball to right field, well hit, Albert Pujols has... It is first home run as a Dodger. Well, we can help him out. We have a trash can up here. It's going to be a fastball. Here's the 0-1. And it was down and in. You trying to tell him. Highlights from the day in sports. You heard the Red Sox win. J.D. Martinez, a two-run homer, part of their three-run ninth. The Red Sox beat the Jays 8-7. to Albert Pujols, first homer as a Dodger, 668 in his career. as a two-run shot in a 3-2 Dodger win over the Diamondbacks. Well, he's already paying off, PK. He's driving in runs. Well, every time he gets a hit, it's going to be a big deal. Good for him. So, yeah, he had a two-run homer, and he's got four ribbies in three games. Yes. Giants, 19-4 over the Reds. Sweep a four-game series. Brandon Crawford, have a friggin' day. (laughs) Yeah, like six, seven ribbies. The Giants, just keep rolling. No expectations of them, but uh, tons of results. Crawford had six, I think. Six, yeah. yeah I mean, six. Have a day. Have a have a day. He's been a starter there for a long time. Shortstop. Nine in the third to blow that open. And then they just kept piling on. The Rays 10 to 1 over the Orioles didn't seem such a, such a big deal. Pedestrian, if you will. Exactly. Rays now seven-game win streak. And the big numbers continue in AAA. The Bees beaten by the Las Vegas Aviators. 16 to 8. They'll play again tonight, 8 o'clock. Steve Clocky with the call here on the zone. They on the road? Yes, they're in Las Vegas. Does he travel? I do not know the answer to that. I believe he is. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Pac 12 released financial performance figures from the 2019-2020 academic year, showing modest gains in revenue and distribution. Nearly $403 million was distributed to 12 schools. That's an average of $33.6 million per school. Increase from $387 to $403 million. 
Numbers include revenue generated from July 1, 2019 and June 30, 2020, which is notable because it does not factor in the losses from the abbreviated 2020 football season played in empty stadiums. So expect that number to go down next year. Uh, Correct. This year would have been missing, as Chris Hill told us when he was on at the time, a couple months of expenses with the spring sports. They don't don't make that much money, but you got to... You know, fly the baseball and softball Well, teams no uh, NCAA tournament. That's true. No NCAA tournament. And the transfer portal. Quite busy, PK. You just scooping them up on the way to the top. If, if they don't win the Rose Bowl this year, this is a massive choke. Washington linebacker Josh Calvert. Oklahoma wide receiver Theo Howard. He's also a former UCLA guy. He's on his third school. And then uh, there's another guy uh, the day before, right? The kid from Oklahoma. Washington also. But there's another kid from Oklahoma. Not not Howard. They got another guy two days ago. Yeah, from Washington. No. They're coming in so fast no one can keep track. So this is about a half dozen former four-star guys? Brandon McKinney, former right. of Washington. But I'm not talking about him. Talking about somebody else? Yeah. I missed another one then. Maybe I did. Yeah, the, the Washington guys, they can provide some depth, and, and Calvert has been hurt, hasn't he? Correct. He's the older brother of Ethan Calvert, who yeah. just signed with Utah. Yeah. I think Howard is, in, is a nice pickup. I mean, it's basically the way I view it as a trade. Uh, Thompson, who went to the Devils, and bringing in... Uh, Howard. So in my mind, it's a wash. No, Someone will make a few plays, but won't dominate. And if well, they're no going to dominate, yeah, if you're going to dominate, you probably wouldn't be in the transfer portal anyway. Leaving Oklahoma if you're dominating in Oklahoma. Well, I don't know the Oklahoma situation. You know, obviously with the Bruins there, they were a mess and all that stuff. So I don't. I sort of lost track of him when he was at Oklahoma. I don't follow them as much. But you know, I knew he was a very good player for. When he's in the Pac-12, that's for sure. And I would, if I'm Utah, I welcome him with open arms because they need some help there, as Kyle has said several times. And he should be able to help them. I don't know if they put up the numbers because I don't know that any receiver does, but they tell us with Brewer they're going to throw the ball more, blah, 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 blah. We'll see. But as much as I can say we'll see, uh, that's really all I could do because, you know, we've heard about it, but it doesn't seem to ever materialize. But maybe this is the time. At some, at some point, they're going to have a 1,000-yard receiver. It's never going to be not for the rest of their lives. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen your last Utah 1,000-yard yeah. receiver. I'm 25, <laughs> and I plan to live for 60 years. Doesn't matter. It's done. And he he's the, the point is he's capable of doing it if he gets the opportunity. If you don't get the ball thrown to you enough, obviously you're not going to. But I like this pickup. And the 1,000 yards is a little arbitrary. It's just, is the defense going to respect him, and how's that going to alter the game for everybody else? Is he going to make a, enough plays? Well, you still need to have a big-time guy. Yes. And if you can help the other guys, great. But you still need a big-time guy, and they haven't had. Even though I think Thompson had the talent, he's looked at him and said, well, what are, what are you missing? Apart. Central casting, baby. Yeah. Send me a wide receiver. And Howard, I think, is very, very similar. Having I didn't, I don't have a lot of experience with him at Oklahoma, but I did before. When he was in Westwood, absolutely. Saw him play several times. If they imported a passing game through the transfer portal, forget recruiting. And, you know, I was thinking about this, too, with Kyle. 
uh, going to be 62, and I don't think he's going to be one of these guys who's coaching like Bruce Arians at 68, 69. Uh, seems like why not dip your toe into this or just your whole leg, your whole body? Be, be, worry about the future later, uh, and you've got a really good opportunity to win this season. So push all the cards in the middle. And, and then you, you go regroup and see what happens next year and all that stuff. But, yeah, I like this pickup. I think from the managing the uh, – and we'd have to have him on and get him to delve in the numbers. But I think from managing the whole uh, scholarship thing and everything, I think it's low risk adding these transfers. Normally, it's what you say about balancing. But because everybody got a, a bonus year, I think the number is like – 70 guys in the two younger classes because nobody was progressing because they all got a free year. So the freshmen and sophomores are still freshmen Kyle, and sophomores, and you bring in another recruiting class. You said Kyle was it two weeks ago. He said he had 130 exit interviews, and that's a huge number for a college football program. So bringing in a bunch of guys who are one and done isn't a big deal because that number is going to have to get back down to 85 anyway. I wonder why he hasn't asked me how my day's been. I've been busy. He's <laughs> been very busy. Been real busy. DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. RSL and FC Dallas playing in Texas Saturday night. Teams off to similar starts here. RSL with seven points through four matches. Dallas with five through eight. It's a place RSL has traditionally struggled, but this seems like a pretty good opportunity. You're not down there on a 105-degree day in August, so... A May trip. Take it. See if they can get the attack going again. One goal in the last two games on a a bit of individual brilliance, not creating many good chances last week. So the quest is to get that rolling. And then the other thing is that uh, the sale, is it progressing? Orlando and Houston have both sold now, so the RSL sale would seem to be up next. They got to go in order? Uh, apparently, it might have been a little stacking in order based on sale price and four hundred million, four hundred million, and four hundred well, million for Houston. They don't own the stadium. They don't have an academy and a training ground. They're getting two teams, though. They don't have a uh, big season ticket base. We do. Way bigger than them, probably. So then, at least more double. than four hundred. Is at that what you're saying? Double. Yes. <laughs> Way more than four hundred. Thank you. No, 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 no. The sale oh, price. Oh, the sale. I thought you meant 400 season no, tickets. No, 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 no. No, I would think that's. I thought 400 was high for Houston. I don't know what to tell that's you. That's what I'm price. saying. Yeah, yeah the that's 400. Why I'm confused. The Fort Dunny on uh, on talking around last night said he was just blown away by the four. He was gobstopped, flabbergasted by the 400 million and price for Houston. Obviously, you were. Yes, and so, so I didn't think this, the RSL price club was, be more. You would think with all the real estate involved, yes. it's got to be more than Houston. But I didn't think RSL was going to get to four hundred million, and Houston did. So well, yeah, d- maybe you, there's. You don't realize the cost of lumber these days. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard. Wait, <laughs> fresh as the headlines. You're scrolling through Twitter like mm, lumber's up, huh? Keep going, scrolling, scrolling. I've been scrolling. hearing it for weeks. <laughs> yeah, trust me. My so, brother works in construction. Shouldn't they be more then? Yes, but I don't think they should be over four hundred million. That's the conundrum. Yes, there should be more because there's a stadium and there's uh, uh, the academy. I understand so, all the right. properties and all that and yeah. the fan base and blah, 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 blah. It seems like too much for how much money they make. The, the, the thing that holds Major League Soccer back is they do really well at the gate. They do well in the sponsorship thing. They don't do nearly as well as the other leagues on TV revenue. And so it holds the prices down. 
They don't have the big local deals. But yet it, they still got four hundred million. I know, and so it may come down to well, you got ten billionaires who all want a team and want in. They want that kind of shiny toy, and they're willing to overpay for it because they're sitting on well. Then $5 you get billion to be dollars. somebody. Somebody right, quotes exactly. you, and maybe that's what's driving this. Is the guy who paid four hundred million in Houston knew there was some other hedge fund gazillionaire who was willing to pay three seventy, so he paid four hundred to get it. That may be what's driving it. That's like the one thing. Even though it doesn't make sense, it kind of makes sense. So who's it going to be? Demand. Or who are the contenders? Well, I think somebody out of out of state. Who? I don't know. I mean, okay. these random hedge fund. I don't know. You know, Dunny has said there are three or four all along, and one of them he said was foreign. He didn't tell me who it was. Somebody like from Colorado or something? No. Oh. From outside the United States of America. Well, we don't want them. The way the Red Bull company America bought, first bought New York. Ryan Smith, who owns the Jazz, has been mentioned, but that seems to have cooled off. And I heard a thing floated that one of his minority partners might want it, but then I heard Dwayne that Wade? cooled off. I don't think so. One oh. of the other partners. <laughs> but I heard that cooled off, but... Well, he's you know a minority what? partner. I get your point, and but I don't think that's <laughs> In the In multiple one. senses? That's not... Senses? It's going to cost dollars. Millions. Apparently millions. hundreds. Hundreds of 410? So we'll see. About 10 days ago, Dunny said, don't be surprised if something happens in 45 to 60 days. I can't do the math on that, but it seems like he's thinking something in July. I don't know. Seems I like won't be surprised then. Okay, okay there you go. One of the things I hate when it comes to the sale of RSL is I don't want to be surprised. Now you sound like the Wizards announcer. DJ and PK. <laughs> Golf. Changing by the minute, PK. We can report on to you on the people who had glorious first rounds, but the second right. round is started, and we got a slew of bogeys changing everything. Well, Corey Connors, who took the world by storm going five under the Canadian, is already plus four through six. Oops! String of bogeys there. <laughs> Backing up big time. Yeah, I thought maybe by, you know, at least last a lunchtime on Friday. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Woke up. Oh my gosh, I'm in the lead. <laughs> <laughs> this is a major. Uh, so in the last break when I was checking this, there were eight guys at three under, but now there's six at three under. So everything's changing. And your guy, Victor Hovland, well, right in the middle of it. Yeah, but... Your third round draft pick. I think five of them haven't teed off yet. Right. So they're not going to go anywhere until they get out there. That's true story right there. So it's a little misleading. Brandon Grace, who was two under, has a birdie today and has joined the group at three under. So Yeah, and Phil's out there right now. Phil's man. at two under, yes. Way to go, man. Yeah. Phil, that would be he, awesome. He was two under through the first round. He's teed off and he is even today. John Rahm. Who shot a 72 to open things. That's my first yeah. round pick there. He got two under. He it's got two only quick a matter birdies. of time for Rom. He's got to get Whether it done. Whether it's this tournament, next tournament, next year, he's going to get it done. He's just too good. Brooks Kepka, who we all thought was too injured, shot an opening round 69. Well, he's Puxatawney Brooks. He only comes out uh, <laughs> for majors. four times a year. That's right. <laughs> it's just a memorial. Why should I get fired up? <laughs> a player's championship. Why do I need uh, to bring it? I'm going to totally take that now. Punxsutawney Brooks. I love it. <laughs> you just see him four times a year, really. Flexes his muscles, literally. Uh, what about Keegan Bradley? There's a name. He's been a name on tour for a while. You got any hope for him? He's at three under, waiting to tee off later he this morning. He reminds me of Matt Kuchar, one of these guys who's like Tony around to this point. has made a really good living playing golf. Who right. wouldn't want to do that? 
But and your top twenty, top ten finish is and great. Can probably walk down the street anywhere and be anonymous. Tony might be a little different because of a Polynesian, and they don't have that. I don't know if you have any besides him. Probably somebody that I'm missing in the uh, in the pro ranks. So he gets interviewed a lot, uh, but uh, they really don't have a lot of wins. But they've had great times playing golf. So uh, if you're in the mix, sure. He shouldn't be rattled. An older veteran, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defending champ, Colin Morikawa, shot a 70 as well. So he's right there in the mix. You got six guys at three under, and then you got eight more guys at two under. So there's a pack atop the leaderboard. 14 golfers yeah. separated by one stroke right now. I mean, we're like in the middle of the beginning of the second quarter, though. It's a long, long way to go. Yep. And when the wind starts blowing, crazy stuff happens. Bogeys, double bogeys, it can change fast. All right, that's what's trending. Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. No job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, joins us at 8.30 this morning. Pace Mannion, former Ute, former jazz player. His son now on the Warriors. Pace is going to join us at 9 o'clock. And a PGA Championship update with Bob Casper, Real Golf Radio, updating the second quarter of the PGA Championship, the second round. He's coming up at 9.30. Stay with us.